Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, October 12th, we're back. National Savings Day, which actually fits in well because we had a nice conversation about Amex and credit and lots of different things. Um, Kalen was the first one on the grind. It's also his last show with us today for a while, so maybe you lead off. National Savings Day, what's your bank account looking like these days? How are you doing? Are dates <laughs> prohibiting it in any way? What's the situation? Uh you know, I get asked a lot of personal information on here that sometimes I don't want to share. Where does your grandpa live exactly? Uh, what are the names of all these women? Stuff like this. Uh, and my bank account, uh, strangely, is one thing that I'm happy to comment on. Uh, things are looking very good for me. So, oh, uh, can you give us a range? <laughs> That's all. I'll pass. I'll pass the ball to somebody else. For the for the record. Uh, little sneak this i was not asking for your grandfather's coordinates nor was i asking for his exact address uh something more specific um than you know southern alberta would have been just generally <laughs> helpful but that's neither here nor there well no further comment he's really holding strong on that he does not want to give up <laughs> anything county number nothing adam's on the uh Amex grind looking for referral code potentially for people who are looking to sign up you can distribute so Maybe now's your time to make a quick pitch on that. Oh, yeah. I mean, for, I mean, most of my friends that are listening, like Sedge and Amir, shout out, uh, I know are already on the Amex grind. But if anyone isn't, uh, send me a message. I can, uh, I can let you know what the benefits are and we can see if it's good for your situation. <laughs> can you speak on, because I, I, I was talking with my mother about this and she said, quote, I'll, I'll quote her. She said, never get Amex. Nobody takes Amex. Do you have any yeah. statement on that? Yeah, that's like a commonly said thing. Uh, I mean, I've had mine for probably five months and I've been rejected at like three small businesses in Calgary. Like Peter's doesn't take it and the A&W by my house doesn't take it. And that's about it. And like the dry cleaner by my house. Okay. And making, But you do need well, a backup card for sure. Okay, good. Good. Sorry. <laughs> And making a uh, big return off IR is Alex. Shocking presence. We were expecting him on the next show. I honestly considered putting in the Stone Cold Steve Austin music into like the uh, into the file, but I'm back. I was activated. Yeah, today. Um, so I'm really glad to be back. Off for a month plus, um, and it's just good good to be back and speaking into a microphone again. Actually. Yeah, uh, a few people have wanted me to ask you, uh, just based on the fact that you, you spent your entire fab $98 on Devon HN, and now he's on IR. Just some people wanted to know how you're feeling. Well, I'm not feeling great. That was actually quite <laughs> tough. I didn't even realize that he got an, an injury until like yesterday. They were like, oh, yeah, that might was, be out. For he like, like, played the whole game. Yeah. yeah, he played the entire game and no one thought to, you know, or, you know, he didn't raise his hand and make a smart move to maybe exit the game or whatever, but... Um, and now it sucks because I came back here and was really excited to watch him like ball because all I was seeing was just, I was like refreshing like the score app over there and seeing like these crazy stats. Um, there was this funny tweet. It was like, 
Um, you know, his stats are like 130 yards, two touchdowns on three carries. And that's literally what the stats were looking like every time I checked them. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of down about that, but you know, I do have JT Jonathan Taylor coming back and, um, a few more guys. So I think, I think I'll be okay. At least at my running back position. So let's go. Good positive outlook, I would say. There was people, just so you know, we can get more into like trip return and stuff, I feel like, on the next yeah. one. Maybe, I don't know, I was hoping for kind of like a, like a book club almost where you just, or like a book report, sorry, yeah. where you just bring back, you know, a little bit of anecdotes. Here's what I did on X, Y. Um, but just so you know, there was people I spoke to who just picked up listening and thought you were just gone forever, thought you'd been eternally replaced. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, but now they're happy to know that you're back. That's actually people, uh, people at my work too. They were like, text me like, Whoa, like you didn't tell anybody you were leaving. Like what's going on? I'm like, wow. Can I like not take a month off? And like, like, well, I thought I told enough people and like a bunch. And then I like texted one of my coworkers. I'm like, did you not like hear just through word of mouth? They're like, no, I'm like heat. I guess I didn't tell enough people, but uh, yeah, so same kind of situation. Yeah, it's very similar. But another week, we're charging towards another week of football, which is exciting. Owen, what's on your mind heading into this week? Give me something. Where are you at? I just like sort of lost the thread like on some of these these teams, so I'm trying to uh, get it back. Like last year, I, I was thinking about, like, what did I do so well last year um, compared to this year? And I, and I think I just had really strong convictions about some of these football teams that I don't really have this year. So in spite of what the lines might've been last year, I, I had these really clear ideas about, you know, this team is good and this team is better than this other team and blah, blah, blah. But this year it's kind of been a little bit less. So I'm trying to get back on track. I feel like I have a couple good reads, but there I can already tell that the Texans are going to be a problem for me because I've developed a weird, you know, soft spot that makes me overrate them. Then I want to pick them and then I'll fall behind and lose track on them. I'm, I'm seeing that developing in front of me, which I always end up in that situation every year, so it's not that surprising to me. But I feel you. I want to I get a bigger read on these teams. I think, you know, Adam would probably say that he has a good read on the Colts, considering that in fantasy he's managed to corner every single player on the team and actually drop 25 bones on Gardner Minshew today. Maybe you could provide a little insight into that situation and what you're expecting with uh, Richardson on the shelf for four to eight weeks. Well, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't optimistic in dropping 25 bucks on Gardner Minshew, but when there's no quarterbacks available and your quarterback on IR, like if one person bid more for me on Minshew, I would have finished 12 and I would have done the punishment at the Flames game this season. So, I mean, uh, I, I, I actually dropped Tannehill. He's in the process of being dropped. So if you're interested in getting like 10 points... <laughs> A game. Well, yeah, that also kind of made me mad because I spent 25 bucks on Minshew and then right after your brother dropped Zach Wilson and I'm like, well, I could have got a quarterback for free, but I mean, it is what it is. He's been playing decent, so I'm not mad about it. Caleb, you know, this is a big episode for you because, you know, I hesitate to even ask you football questions because I want to keep you in the chamber till the back half when we really get into some other things, but... Maybe if you want to get a football takeoff, I'll you know let you out of your cage for a minute here. Well, uh, I'll say this: this world of uh, you know that we live in, fantasy football, picking games, uh, talking about it. It's uh, it's a full time job, uh, and I feel like last week, you know, we talked about I was working the field, didn't get to watch the slate. 
uh, just taking one day off uh, feels like I have a, a blind spot the size of Brazil uh, on this whole NFL season. I feel like I'm missing precious data. I can't really give you guys good educated guesses uh, on these picks. So, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong to uh, to leave me off the football talk a little bit. I got to get my head in the game. Uh, I really got to engage here. Uh, but I'm seeing some stuff on the board, and, and I'm excited to get into it uh, when we start talking picks. Some people forget yeah. the one week where Alex didn't watch the Raiders or didn't watch any football, and he came on the show, and he just started reading the stats to us. Yeah, that's I right. Mean, sometimes you get the best insight from the weeks. The Raiders-Saints game, when he just started going through the box score. <laughs> wow, I do not remember that, but it does sound like I... Yeah, did, yeah. it definitely it did happen. Like I remember it very well. Yeah, it's... It, it's in the year recap for sure. <laughs> and you're going into this week now with no track record, no experience. So you don't have to make picks if you don't want to, but where are you at heading into this week? Do you feel okay? Because, I mean, the games are going on while you, at night while, where you yeah, are. Yeah. Where are you at? I feel like I have a, a little bit of a grasp on things, at least, you know, what teams got off to slow starts, what teams are hot right now. Um, obviously, you know, the Dolphins, I'd say, were the the talk uh overseas there just on social media shout out danny my brother he'd uh facetime me and we do a little like illegal streaming mm. and he just like set up the facetime and just like rip uh red zone which not my favorite i said i'd make a commitment to not watching red zone this year but um when you don't have any other options i you know I you gotta take like, what you I, can get. I was gonna take what i can get so um i did watch a little bit of football but good and we're gonna get to that this weekend i'm sure and i'm, and I'm looking forward to doing so so let's not uh let's not waste any time let's get into these picks uh we'll start on thursday night where you your aforementioned broncos are traveling to uh kansas city to take on the chiefs you know you left with lions chiefs you come back to broncos chiefs there's a little bit of symmetry there but do you remember the last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs? Anybody? Do you want to wheel the guess? Probably the Payne Manning era. Yeah, I think it, it was, was 2015, right? Yeah, first week of grade 10. First week of grade 10, the Broncos beat the Chiefs, and they have not done it since. So I actually looked at all the box scores today, and if you want to go around and guess all the quarterbacks who they've beat for Denver, it might you know work out kind of nicely. You want to start? Oh, all the all the quarterbacks that the Chiefs have beaten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Simeon. Okay, that's one. Let's pass off. Tebow. Did I hear Tebow <laughs> from Caleb? Yeah. Bro. I don't think there's Bro, any would that top in that. Correct? No, it would not be correct. I mean, he had been after Peyton Manning. No, <laughs> no. no. he was before. No. <laughs> Excuse so me. I think Peyton Manning was the Tebow replacement. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, cut this whole segment. <laughs> Is Bridgewater another one? Yeah, he's in there. We have Bridgewater and we have Oh, uh, maybe Drew Paxton Locke. Paxton Lynch. Yeah, Paxton Lynch, Drew Locke. Those are a couple one, a couple other ones. I mean, you'll never you could see Russell Wilson. <laughs> yep, Jeff Driscoll. Russell Wilson, check. Jeff Driscoll no, I wish I had a buzzer button. Did they play against Brett Rippon? They certainly did play against Brett Rippon. Wow. Oh, wow, uh, Brock Lobster. Them. Yep, they did Let's play against oh, Brock Osweiler. Joe Flacco. Yep, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> There's one more. One more. Let's is go, it okay. super is low it key? Or is it an easy one? It's, it? it's kind of low key. Like 2018, 19. He had like four games against them. Holy. Four? 18, 19? 
you have to give us it. Yeah. Yeah. Know. It's Case Keenum. It was going to be a hard one. But... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that I was never going to get that. Yeah. But that was pretty impressive. You guys went around pretty good. I mean, nobody said Peyton Manning, but, you know, I whatever. It's, it, that was obvious. But the Tebow guest really... I mean, I almost ended the segment right there. I didn't even want to keep going. It was so electrifying. So respect I'm to I'm looking into this. <laughs> I, want to, I want to see how the timelines all line up. Because I thought he came after Manning. But I, I think it was a situation where they were so scarred by Tim Tebow, they had to go out and get the greatest quarterback, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and then they got Peyton Manning. They are like, we can never have somebody this bad ever again. I think it was like they had such a good team because they were just dragging Tebow's carcass to wins every week that Peyton Manning was like, all right, I can play for these guys. Like, I think that's literally what happened. Um, people forget that. But anyway, Caleb, since you stole the segment, you get the first rights on the pick. Kansas City minus 10 and a half. That's a big spread, uh, especially for a primetime game. I love under 47 and a half. And with that said, uh, it's going to be hard for, for KC to to cover 10 and a half coming at this from all angles. I don't know if I can bet on the Broncos. I think the the fire is there for KC. It's a divisional home game. I guess I'll take KC minus 10 and a half. Okay. So you're not a lot of conviction there, but that's all right. I no. I kind of, I don't want to take Denver, but I feel like last week we had Washington minus six and a half. And we thought, Oh, they're so much better than the bears. Mind you, you know, Washington, Kansas City, um, but it's a lot of points. It's a divisional game. Denver kind of really needs to win this game. Not that that's meant anything in the last two years, but I kind of lean Denver, but not a lot of conviction from me. Adam, you seem like you have a stronger lean here. Yeah, I really like the Chiefs. I mean, the the Broncos' defense is awful. I don't see any reason why they can keep this game close, especially in Kansas City. Um, I, I would just prefer not to bet on the Broncos. I also, I, I really like the Chiefs. I think they're playing at home. Um, the Broncos defense looks atrocious. And uh, Russ has been playing, I think, and I guess the offense in general has been playing better than I think they, like better than I think is representative of their uh, talent. So uh, I, I just don't think, I think this is a total mismatch. So I like the Chiefs. Okay, if that's three to one, we can take Kansas City. I got no problem with that. I mean, we'll throw that to our sheet. I should mention that we're 15 and 10 on the season. We're doing all right. Last week was our first losing week. We went two and three, and Houston only missed the cover by half a point. So it wasn't the end of the world. We did pretty good. Um, Our our rivals, I hesitate to even bring it up, but the the other Blazing 5 went 5 and 0. So we have a lot of, you know, pressure on us this week to get our first five and oh but let's go to sunday night football giants at bills line is bills minus 14 and a half at home kill shaking his head adamantly i i I need to see what he has to say first oh it just makes me sick i've been on i think i've been on the giants every week this year i don't know if they've covered a single spread uh well (laughs) i guess against arizona but oh no they didn't even fucking cover it against Arizona. They they were four-point favorites. They won by three. So, no, the Giants, uh, I've been wrong on them each and every week. Uh, but how do you lay 14 points in the NFL? Like, that's uh, that's a college spread. Give me the Giants. I'm ready to, <laughs> to be heard again. Uh, yeah, it can't be wrong. It would be shocking uh, if they didn't cover each and every week of the season. So, uh, I'm in too deep now. 
but didn't wasn't there like some were the Falcons 0-6 against the spread to start last year? Am I right in that? Like, can't this go on for a while yet? I got crushed on the Falcons last year, so that wouldn't surprise me. But it's one of those situations, and I'll tell you, I had it in March Madness when UConn took everything from me, where you're betting either on or against a team for so long, and you're wrong for so long that that they're, they're, the prospect the prospect of betting on the Bills, and then this is the week that New York covers. That's a, a crushing blow that I am not equipped to handle. So you kind of ha- you uh, handcuff yourself here, but I got to keep riding. Yeah, me and Adam were talking a little bit about this too. I think Tyrod Taylor, uh, it, we're, you know, it's still I guess somewhat in question whether or not he's going to start. But I think uh, if I were to place bets, I think it's it's more than likely he will. Um, I think he's going to love the collapsing pocket in New York. He's he's a seems like a fleet footed guy. Maybe, you know, Daniel Jones has the top speed, but I'm not sure he has the agility that Tyrod Taylor might have. So um, I think he's just going to love that, that sort of the, the, the shabby offensive line. And I think we're going to see a legacy game from Tyrod Taylor to cover the spread here. So uh, I do like the giants uh, 14 points is, is insulting. Um, and, and I like them to cover the part that I brought up in the conversation, which hasn't been mentioned yet is despite this guy being a fraud and being a bad coach, it's the Brian Dayball revenge game. So, I mean, his revenge game combined with Teddy Bridgewater, spread covering machine, uh, Sunday night football. I mean, I love Teddy Bridgewater. Wait, what? <laughs> Tyrod Taylor. Same thing. Same I'd thing. like to submit Wait. to the record. There's a reason I didn't bring up the Dayball revenge game. I don't endorse that. <laughs> Wait, bad guy, bad coach Dayball? Oh, you missed. We've We've turned. Okay. It well, it wasn't so much well, a we. It was more of a those two. Okay. Yeah, we've been we've been off him since week zero. For the record, yeah. they they did okay. it as an original. I believe a spite to me because I kept saying maybe I'm being selfish here, but I kept saying how good of a coach he was, and they wanted to spin it against me. But I oh, think that. Uh, okay. It's then, actually it's actually gone in their way. And it's been so working. Far. And yeah. then the iPad throw the other week was probably the cherry on top for you guys. I'm oh, assuming. Oh yeah, it really yeah. was. Okay, that oh, was heat. Yeah. Now, I have a lot of questions about what Owen was saying. Um, first of all, I don't think that Tyrod Taylor's playing. I think it's Dimes. I think Dayball said that, <laughs> no. that Dimes is like likely to play. Second of all, when you said Tyrod Taylor's super agile, um, do you think he's been in like a freezer cryogenic style since 2015? Because last I checked, he's like 35, maybe 34. I don't think he's going to be like Mike Vick tearing up the uh, MetLife turf or the uh, former, Ralph Wilson former turf. Uh, punctured lung guy. Former punctured lung guy. That's right. So those are just my questions to you. But it does it change at all if it's dimes? You know what? I, I would say it does change. Um Meaning it would change my opinion towards the team, but I don't know if it would change my ultimate decision. Like I do think Dimes needs it needs to sit on the bench for a bit. I think they need the injection uh, of life that that uh, a Tyrod Taylor legacy game gives you. But I I do I, I think regardless, I like the Giants. Okay, I'm fine with that. I also, I mean, this to me has classic. We know what the Bills do. They like to run it up against these bad teams. This has like 50 to 3 potential, but I don't want to have the Bills when Kalem flips on the Giants, so I will align and take the Giants. Even though I may be sacrificing a loss, I'm fine. Let's let's throw the Giants together. That works for me. Are you on board with these so far? 
I am. I am. So far, it all sounds good. And honestly, I mean, I'll, I'll retweet what Kalen was. Kalen was basically saying what I what I say sometimes is it's an NFL game. So it's, it's an NFL yeah. game and 14 and a half is quite a bit. It's true. So, you know. Just to stand up for Owen on Tyrod Taylor's, uh, uh, his three cone was like well above average uh, for the QB position. Unfortunately, uh, that was the 2011 uh, draft combine. So. <laughs> In 12 years, but he, he was quick at the time. He was at Oh, how much does three cone agility really uh, sort of decline yeah. over the years? I'm not sure it's really that that like much of an appreciating asset. Especially in the, in the modern day, too. <laughs> yeah. But the way these guys take care of their bodies. Yeah. Hopefully we get to see some. Stuff yeah. helps these guys out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't teach that. No. You, you just, that's the thing you keep for life. Yeah. It's like a God-given gift. Yeah. yeah. And no matter how many times, you know, the Chargers doctor stabs you in the lung, you can maintain your ability to do the three cone. So let's hope we get to see some of that world famous agility and actually Virginia Tech, if I remember right. School of Mike Vick, isn't it? That's right. Another famous agile quarterback. Wow. These agile quarterbacks. They and Logan Thomas. Thomas. I was just about to say so Logan agile, Thomas. Just athletes. Very much so. Duke also breeds athletes like Kyle Singler. Uh, Monday Night Football. Dallas Cowboys at Los Angeles Chargers. Let's go right to Adam because I actually wanted to ask Adam a question this week. I saw a video of Micah Parsons. We know George Kittle rolled up the shirt. Micah Parsons said, laugh now, cry later. And then Dio Samuel just (laughs) eviscerated him. He just absolutely (laughs) blended him up and threw him out the other end. I wanted to know where you're at with Micah Parsons because we all know great defensive player, but the cringe possibilities here going up. And I would also like to slide into consideration that Kalem and I's guy, TJ Watt, has been the best defensive player this year, and he also ripped his finger on a helmet and just kept playing. So maybe, you know, the cringe factor in combination with TJ Watt has ascended one above the other. Just, you know, open floor. Yeah, I mean, I don't endorse what he said. Unfortunately, that team is is definitely... Um, our proprietor, so I I don't understand. I mean, I I understand like he's staying confident and stuff, which is kind of what you want to see from your stars. But uh, I I don't really endorse what he said. No comment on the rest of it. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I'll take that as a subtle win for me and Caleb. But anyway, your minus two and a half. The uh, what's his name? Kellen Moore revenge game. If we're talking revenge games, I personally. I like Dallas here, and I'd also like to remind everybody that we have Dallas in the um, basically in the no-fly zone. They cannot leave good until they beat an elite team. So that's where they'll be, no matter what they do to the unserious Chargers. I just want that as a reminder, but I do like Dallas here. Owen, what do you like? I, I like Dallas here too. I just think that uh, a lot of people are overreacting to what is certainly a bad loss, but it's it was a bad loss to maybe – uh, the best team we've seen in the last few years. And as far as the Chargers go, I'm I'm not going to take the bait. Uh, I've I've done it too many times, and and I'm not going to do it again. And I know this team has a lot of good pieces, but at the end of the day, this is it, just really what it is at its core is an unserious or frisky football team. So uh, I like the, the the Giants to win by, or sorry, the, the Cowboys to win by quite a bit here. I just want to remind people that I was actually on the show, recorded, live, posted on many platforms, endorsing the 49ers pick last week. So um, I would just, you know, I'd like to say that although I was off the Cowboys last week, I think 
Dak Prescott off a loss, say what you want, but his stats off a loss, especially bad losses, are pretty unbelievable. Something like 80-90% against the spread. Um, and there's nothing in the world that makes me want to take Brandon Staley off a bye. I'm not sure <laughs> if that gives him any advantage. I don't know if he actually does anything when he has a bye. So um, I, I would like to take the Cowboys here. Good. I line, and I also want to say before Caleb gives his, if I have to see one more time, like, oh, Eckler and Derwin James are back at practice, like, look out. I personally just don't care. That could be a headline once every two weeks for all I care. But, Caleb, go ahead. I'll start by saying Adam's a coward. We've we've talked about it before, but it's your classic bet against my, my team. He's all oh, last week. I was on the 49ers. I was right. So he's trying to hedge out. So either he's happy that the, the boys won or he's happy that he can call himself a, a football savant. And no- so that's meaningless to me. And it should be to the audience as well. <laughs> now, now we'll get into the game. Uh, I think I took, you know, really the week off of betting last week. I'm coming in with a clear mind. Cowboys. It is Cowboys. I started thoughts, dark thoughts crept into my mind to say, do they want me to take the Cowboys? Uh, Let's just do the Cowboys. Minus two and a half. We expect them to win this game. Uh, and and I hope they can do it by a field goal. So I mean, I'd say just to, just to give a short answer to what you said, I'd say that was kind of historic because it was the first time in the three years of the show history where I actually endorsed picking against my team. So it's not like something that happens often where I kind of hedge. That was the first time in the history of the show that I've done that. Just pointing that out. Yeah, and that's a fair rebuttal. So we're on Dallas. It's a clean sweep. Are you okay with this one? Yeah, you like that? Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Let's do it. Those are our picks for the regulars. Now we got to find two add-ons. Let's start with Owen. Give me something. What game jumped out to you on the board? Which are you proposing we add? But I'm going to go to the Lions. I think the Lions are going to win uh, quite handily against the Buccaneers. Uh, I would expect by a touchdown or more. I just think they're a far superior team. They haven't really showed uh, weakness essentially all season long and they haven't had any problems scoring points. Uh, I really like the way the defensive line specifically is looked. Agent in Hutchinson looks like maybe top 10, top 15 type of guy. So I just, I really like the way this team is playing. And then the Buccaneers, I know they're uh, coming off a bye, but, but I just still, I still need to see more from this team. And so I'm going to, I'm going to take the lions and, and I'm going to dare the Buccaneers to prove me wrong here. That's what I would suggest. I mean, it's not my favorite, but I don't hate it. Um, Adam, what do you like? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to start it off with a little bit of a Q&A, um, just like you asked us about the Broncos-Chiefs game earlier. So I'm taking us to uh, Jacksonville versus the Colts, and I know we have some pretty young opinions on both of these teams on this podcast. But I would like to ask you guys, when do you think the last time that the Colts won in Jacksonville was? When was the last time that happened? It's been a while, no, because there was the famous Carson Wentz game where they just had to beat them to make the playoffs, and then he like, yep, the lit- terrible, yeah. terrible Jags, yeah. That that was the t- that was the Trevor Lawrence Jags, even I'm thinking Peyton Manning. Yeah, a little too far, but not too far off. It was 2014, September 2014. Andrew Luck beat the Jags um, in Jacksonville, and they haven't won in Jacksonville ever since. And I know we kind of don't like the Jags, and they they're coming back from two weeks in London and they might be jet lags, which I think is affecting the spread here. But um, I think the Jags are going to win this quite handily. And it just seems like there's some teams who just struggle against some teams in their 
home stadium, and this seems to be one of them, and I don't see why the Colts would come close to winning. I think we got to go to the jet lag guy and see if that's a possibility. I mean, two weeks in London, one month in Serbia. What are we thinking? <laughs> I uh, I don't think uh, that... Well, how much do you think the jet lag... Jet lagedness. I mean, I've I've personally always kind of been anti long flights, ruin the like. I think we're at the point where travel is so sophisticated, and these teams understand the process so well that this kind of stuff isn't going to affect how they play on game day. So that's just kind of how I view it. Um, and I don't think the flight from London to the east coast of the states is True. really that bad. Like it's probably try flying on to the west coast. Safe. Yeah, so I mean, I, I don't think it's. I'm here, and I came yesterday, so no excuse for the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> they say, what does they say? West to east is beast. East to west is best. best. I think that's what they say, right? So and plus, shouldn't be a problem. Richardson is out, so now they have to play Minshew, and now there's pressure on them to get Taylor more ch- touches because he barely played last week, and. You know, I I just think it's it's not a great recipe for them. Okay, I like it. I'm I'm somewhat in on that. So so far we have a possibility of a Lions and a possibility of a Jags. Caleb, what's jumping out uh, to me? Ooh, this is scary. I'm going to say Texans plus one. Uh, the Saints. I, I'm not entirely sure why the Texans are dogs at home for the Saints. Uh, I've been out on the Saints since day one. Yeah. Uh, they had a, a big win last week. I'm guessing that's what's driving their stock up. Uh, I I don't know that that game looks confusing to me, but that's the pick that uh, that jumps off the page. That was the argument that we used last week for the Texans, but I'm still in. I'm still down to use it again. Like I said, every single yeah, week I, like I take them. Every single week I'll take them. I'll probably go three and thirteen, but I'll just do it every week because that's the exact same thing happened to me. I loaded up. Why are they underdogs? Even though it's one and a half underdog, that's ba- I mean, I'm getting like a leaf to take them. But you know, here I am. I've already circled them. Uh, for me, I like Miami minus thirteen and a half against Carolina. I just think this is a classic Miami run up the score on the poverty squad. Average yards per game, Miami's at like 520 and Carolina's at 280. So I get why this is minus 13 and a half. And I feel like we're in the last of the real Florida heat. So maybe they can soak up the home field one more time. But I'm more preferential to Houston and more preferential to Detroit. So I guess if we're choosing between those two, because we all like the Jags. No, I think that's what, that one's on there. Okay, bet. I'm down. I'm I'm adding to the confusion here, but I've just scrolled up and saw this game. Browns Niners. What do we think of Brown plus seven? Something about this game, morning slate on the Sunday, the Niners could not be any higher than they were last week coming off the win against the Cowboys. Is this the regression spot where somehow, some way we see Cleveland like either lose by a field goal or win outright? I mean, I, I didn't know it was plus seven because on, on the website we're using it, it's still four and a half. So, I mean, that sounds pretty raw. Is, is the Sean out or something? Yeah. Owen can tell you why it's plus seven because I've had a look at his fantasy lineup this week. Uh, they're playing PJ Washington. That's why. <laughs> that's the way it's oh, looking. Yeah. Which I don't know how much of a drop off that really is. TJ Washington or PJ Washington can play. He can play football. Let me look at his three cone and, and we'll make a decision. <laughs> he also has like one of the longest throws in NFL history, too. 
people forget people forget about that that was he single-handedly player. revived dj moore's career before Wait, justin what fields happened? did it what happened to yeah. the guy that played last last week oh dtr that guy sucks yeah they just he cut sucks. him <laughs> he sucks he's just back they need a real quarterback to come in dtr <laughs> was on that show when that you got me into like you know that show where they like bring in those like top 10 like high school quarterbacks Oh, the Elite he 11. was in it with Trevor Lawrence, and that's what I know. What from. a class. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. Well, no, he's I, cocky too. I, uh, that thing. I, I don't really rate him. <laughs> well, DTR has gone back to the PS, the practice squad. So uh, it's going to be <laughs> PJW this week. I, I think I'm just going to speak in these terms the rest of the show. Um, but, you know, low key, do I want to take PJ Walker? No. But. Would it be awesome if we got it right on PJ Walker? Because we've been a Washington guy. If you're a Browns player, though, how do you even get hyped up for this game? Like, <laughs> true, true. Good point. <laughs> like, PJ Washington's your quarterback. Green Hunt's like out. <laughs> they signed him like this week. And you got the 49ers oh, coming. Like, you have a coach of the year winner off a of bye. Uh, yeah, Matt Nagy won coach of the year, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so we're choosing multiple choice question. A Lions, B Texans, C Dolphins, D Browns. I am going to vote for the Texans. Texans. That's what I'm going to yeah. vote for. But again, I they you Texans should not listen to I'm me. I'm down to go back. I'm down to go back to Texans. Okay, yeah, let's they failed us last week. They owe us one. They do. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's and get it's a, all, a lot of it's cuz of the Saints hype too. Any word on PJ Washington's three cones over so there? His name, we keep saying PJ Washington. His name is definitively PJ Walker. So let's nail that down. <laughs> uh, did not, uh, did not appear at the combine. So I can only speak to his pro day, which I think is largely unofficial. Uh, I'm seeing 6.9 seconds, which is below the QB average, mm. but not great. So I think we're making a good decision with the Texans. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And is someone going to explain? No, it's it's better to live in in just yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard to explain. Like, do you does he really want to hear that there's a center for the Hornets who has a similar name and they played in the same city? No, nobody wants to hear that. No, whatever. He's PJ Washington for the people at home. One more time, we're looking to get better than fifteen and ten, get back to our winning ways, and we're doing so with the Chiefs minus ten and a half. With the Giants, plus 14.5. With the Cowboys, minus 2.5. With the Texans, plus 1.5. And, and with the Jaguars, minus 3.5. I like it. I did quickly, before we get to Caleb's thing, because I want to clear the lane and make sure that it's all clear. So you get a Gato, get a in, do whatever you got to do. Your turn is coming. But I need to ask Owen and Alex about the new rivalry that's sweeping sports, Chet versus Wimbanyama. The real story of the sports world right now, and this actually does implicate Adam too because people forget Adam, longtime OKC fan. So I just wanted to get Let's in go. because I feel like this is uh, this is great. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this season. What a battle they had on Monday night. And I've been a Chet hater a little bit, but I want to give Owen some credit and say that I thought, I mean, I, it's one preseason game and I did watch it. I'm not just going off the highlights. I watched the game possession by possession and I thought he looked great and very impactful, but not as impactful as the French guy on the other team, but great and very impactful. So go ahead, take a lap, and uh, maybe drum up the rivalry a little bit if you can. 
Well, yes. So I'm not going to, you know, hoot and holler over one preseason game against the Spurs. Like, I don't think the Spurs, even with Wembanyama, are, uh, are you know, that's not a real challenge or test for Chet. Okay. Um, is it? But what I will say is he, he does look good. Um, I, I did not watch the game snap by snap or possession by possession. I did only watch uh, the highlights, but he, he looks like he's comfortable out there and uh he looks like he's going to be good so i'm hoping that continues as far as the rivalry goes uh it's going to be tough just because Wembanyama is good he does seem to be a good basketball player uh reports do seem to be correct on that uh but but i think uh chet's just got an edge to him that Wemby doesn't have they don't they, whatever they taught him at gonzaga i'm not sure they're teaching over there in the french league so uh, i like what i saw Nothing like seeing like two of the lankiest people to ever exist just go at it on the court. <laughs> um, yeah, from what like I like Owen said, I didn't watch the whole entire game, but I did see bits and pieces of it. Um, and I don't know, I think I'm maybe just in denial, but yeah, when Banyama's very good. Um, <laughs> and why uh, are you in denial? Why do you want him to be bad so bad? Well, I, it's not that I want him to be bad, I mean, maybe it goes back to Phil just being spoiled with like the best picks and athletes and <laughs> the Spurs being unbelievable, like for 25 years and bad for th- like three years. Now they're good again. But yeah, th- that was an offensive foul. Like the whole, like, Oh, like when Banyama bodied Chet on that one, that was an offensive foul. He like put his head down and like knocked out like Chet's teeth. Um, but one thing I do want to say for both of them is that they should chill out with like the flexing. <laughs> like, no, yeah. You, like let's put on some weight first um and let's see what you're actually yeah. flexing because when they flex i don't actually see anything and it's very cringe they both do it and it's like you guys are the same don't do that oh the the chet one was worse because he went to the not shocker i like the chet one worse because he went to the bench and they were like patching up his mouth and he was like flexing to oh, the, like God. the guys on the bench oh. and the guys on the bench were like coming up and like touching the muscle oh. being like, yup, like you're sick. <laughs> yeah. Like it was a tough You're scene. yoked. Yeah. You're yoked. I didn't like the Wemby one much either. I think they should maybe find something else to do. But, um, and then, sh- and then the other thing I saw too was, um, the Kevin Durant fans just can't shut up. Like everyone's like, wow, like this is going to be sick to watch like Chet and Wemby go at it. Like some of they're going to be like really good power forwards this year. Like they're just encouraging these like kids. And then the Kevin Durant fans are like, did you guys forget like who the best like lanky person in the NBA is like, oh my God, just like relax. Let it go. Jesus. (laughs) Holy crap. Uh, Not to be. And Adam makes a very good point. I received a message. Well, actually, let me tell you how this happened to me. Uh, well, let's take you back. A week ago, I said on this show that David Njoku did not need to wear that mask um, because I said that the burns could not possibly be that bad. And then today, I you know, 5 o'clock, maybe an hour before the show, I woke up from a nap and I check twitter and they're like go look at david and joku's instagram like it's it's a graphic photo i'm like oh okay i go and like look and um maybe he did maybe he didn't need to wear that mask maybe it was medical like owen suggested um i am now a david and joku guy i wanted to i want to take that back i'm now a fan i might even owen and i had some negotiations this morning i might try to pick him up 
I got to get him through trade, but it's all good. I might try to do that. No, I said some uh, mean things about David Njoku. I got a little excited. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to, you know, he said, she said, what exactly did I call him? Uh, but I just want to, I want him, I want to see a speedy recovery and I'm worried about him. You're a good guy. That's a real strong statement and a good position to take. So good on you. Um, let me, let me continue that, uh, in the spirit of, uh, of ownership, uh, of our mistakes. Uh, there was a bit of a discussion going on maybe a week or two back. Uh, I felt, uh, that I had the physical ability to throw a baseball 60 miles per hour uh, and hit the strike zone. Mm-hmm. Phil and Owen told me I did not have that capability. Adam, he kind of backed me. Uh, after a little test run in the backyard, I I was trying to throw into a hockey net just to get a feel. I mean, we didn't have a gun, but just to get a feel uh, how my command was. Uh, it was bad. Um, and there was... <laughs> I got lucky that there was no property damage. I went crossbar up over the alley into my neighbor's yard, over their garage. Uh, it's a miracle uh, that I didn't hit a window or something, but I was way wrong on that one. I'm a man. Uh, I cannot throw a baseball. I cannot throw a strike. I bet you hit 60, though. Well, you know, I kind of think so, too. It had some heat. <laughs> it had some heat. I mean, you hit 60, like into your neighbor's roof yeah but <laughs> you didn't hit the catcher's glove you know <laughs> yeah but you can you can teach command you can't teach velocity so wow yeah. i ha- i have the tools but i'm unpolished at this time i see you really got to get in the uh in the batting gauges and just grind it out for a bit maybe a winter project for you well let's get to it and i you know this has been long awaited and i don't think we're getting the full experience and i don't you know, I feel a type of way about that. I feel that Owen feels a stronger type of way about that. I want to let Owen do a lot of the questions, but I would like to propose that while we go down this grievance list, or you can even make some of it praise, I think that we should put it in terms that everybody will understand, like fantasy football terms, add drop. So if you're just put it as an add or a drop before your statement, that's what I would like. Okay. Well, all I have is drops. Uh, I, I prepared for the schedule programming, which was me to list some grievances that I have. Uh, so I'm prepared to do that. I have two big drops, uh, two, two sell low, just get them out of there. Number one is the institution of Superstore. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Superstore. Uh, it maybe is true for other grocery stores. I There's nothing I hate more than going to... It's really the people at Superstore have no spatial awareness whatsoever. They're walking right through the middle of the aisle, like just strolling along as if that's where they want to be. Uh, the people in there disgust me. I always go in there trying to have a, a, you know, not a positive experience, but a neutral experience. Get my groceries, leave. Uh, but within seconds, I'm like just sweating and ready to punch somebody in the back of the head. If you're in Superstore, get moving. Figure, make a plan, make a list, no more leisurely strolls. Uh, let's get it going. On that note, another drop would be my doctor or doctors in general uh, <laughs> trying to make an appointment this week. Yeah, so I looked online to try and get a doctor's appointment. I'm looking about four and a half months out uh, for a 15-minute appointment. This guy sucks, man. And it's like every time I go, I'm sitting there waiting for an hour and a half. And I've gotten to the point now where I call them ahead of my appointment. 
How are we looking? How's he doing today? This guy, I don't know if he's driving like a tuk-tuk, but every time I go in there, it's always, he had car problems this morning. So he's going to be a few hours late. So the guy's a joke. Um, now I call ahead. I tell him, you know, I have an appointment at four. Should I come at four or are we looking more towards 7 p.m.? Uh, and, and I adjust from there. So I'm doing what I can, uh, but that guy fucking sucks. And then let's go rapid fire drops, uh, talking on the phone, on the train. Uh, every day I see this and it pisses me off. Uh, obvious one that everyone can get behind is no turn signals. Uh, that gets me in a full uh, road rage. And I like to think of myself as a pretty level-headed guy uh not in that situation i would describe you that way level-headed yeah sweet uh <laughs> and then we got able-bodied oh these are i guess another car ones but able-bodied pedestrians uh who walk slowly across the street i'm not going to condemn the elderly uh, but when you see someone around our age and you know there's a car waiting there to go but then you got some guy just taking his time <laughs> to cross the road be a man jog or at least hit a little uh, you know Mahomes kind of trot, make it look like you're getting across the road with some urgency. Uh, so it's just, I think you can uh, pack these all into just people who are inconsiderate. You know, the doctor, have show some respect for my fucking time. <laughs> Phone on the train. There's other people here. Superstore even and the spatial awareness. Like just plug in, see what's happening around you and let's <laughs> let's be considerate. Last drop. Uh, this is a pretty niche uh, kind of, maybe I had to go to engineering school but people who know the names of Greek symbols, I just hate those fucking kids who are like, oh, you put, like, uh, I think you put the wrong phi or something. I don't know what phi is. Just say what it looks like. So I hate, just, what? I don't know. You know, like those Greek symbols? Yeah, like Greek letters. Yeah. I mean, that's a crazy take from but an like, engineering student. Like my, what one, of my profs, is... one of my profs used to always joke that you can't have your degree until you know all the Greek letters. I disagree because in what context is somebody dropping phi in in like standard conversation though? No, this is in class. Oh, in, oh, so they're using like the terminology for like, yeah. Okay. And they're just all about it and they know all this shit like alpha Bravo. It's a B, you know, uh, what's the one, what's the main theta theta. You're allowed to circle with this theta. You can say, but the rest of you with an extra long line. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, how do you feel about omega don't know it and you, i shouldn't know it and people who do are fucking losers i hate is, those kids is what? delta acceptable because that's the triangle yes so okay. it is theta and delta are acceptable but even so it's the triangle you can call it the difference whatever oh, it, that's just like <laughs> the, the difference. Okay. that's like a, a jersey thing. shore name <laughs> yeah, this guy calls subtraction <laughs> takeaway <laughs> <laughs> subtract like those are okay those symbols okay. but and you think know, it's just, just like a show-off yeah. thing or what like uh i think it's just get a life like <laughs> i don't know all these kids at school uh it just makes me sad for them and even like the oh okay another drop <laughs> i'm adding to this list because i'm going to carry this forward linkedin let's talk about LinkedIn. oh let's talk this is, oh, oh let's talk about it <laughs> talk the fill about linkedin this is like the pond scum of our uh of our society are the people posting on linkedin yeah like the worst of the worst is the education like academic types these undergrad kids who are like signing up for case competitions to try and like build their resume and then they get on there with oh i want to thank the judges and i want to thank it like it is the biggest (laughs) pretend show that there's ever been it's basically matthew mcconaughey 
was as was a social media platform is what I how I feel about LinkedIn. Uh, yeah. It disgusts me. I've never seen something on there that I like. It is all just, and then it becomes a thing of like, okay, uh, and you see this in personal conflict. Is this person? Do they have malicious intent or are they just inconsiderate? With LinkedIn, it's like, are you just pretending? Are you actually like? Do you actually give a shit about this? I don't know what's worse. I think either you're a loser <laughs> and you're pretending and you're putting on a show, or you're someone who like actually cares about this club that you joined. Yeah. Uh, yes, get a podcast. What's bet your... on a bet on a game. Like, <laughs> yeah. figure it out. That's Ta- a sad. Caleb, so I have to. Take... Oh, you you go, I, go. you go ahead. I just have to give Caleb his flowers because I've seen that LinkedIn and it is dry. It's barren. <laughs> so he's practicing what he preaches and. I, what I love about this take especially is Caleb's got this barren sort of just got LinkedIn last week type of appearance to his profile, yet he has been employed and has done good work for the shareholders. So I do, I, I respect that take. I wanted to just give you your flowers real quick. The the lowest that LinkedIn has ever been was during capstone season last year. Cause I was like, oh, doing their capstone projects. Oh, I want to thank the judges. I want to thank my team. I learned so much capstone was a complete joke uh, let me say this my team when we did it we won the thing would you know that from looking at my no. uh, from, at my linkedin you would not you hit it on the most common linkedin post that i think we agree on but i'm just wondering what your take is on like let's say you worked for an employer or you worked at a specific conference and you said like i'm super thankful for the opportunity that i worked with these people right. and you tag them and you post like a two picture slide uh, uh, you know, one of those. Let me go to bat for my guy Phil. In his <laughs> line of work, yes. it is more. There is a legitimate value to what he's doing here. Thank you. My the issue is these people who it's just like, oh, I got to show employers like this and that and the next thing, and they think that you know the the next big company is just like scrolling through LinkedIn looking for fucking losers to hire. Um, <laughs> it's sad to me. So. Like the way you go about getting a job is like be a hard worker or whatever. And I guess, you know, if these people are just like trying to do everything in their control to make a play, I should give them the benefit of the doubt on that one. Uh, but you're going about it in the wrong way. Like just be a regular person, live your life. Uh, and and let, like, I don't know, LinkedIn, bad news. What are your thoughts on yeah. like if somebody, be, this is sort of where I draw the line is a little bit past or a little bit before this point. But like if somebody wants to, let's say they, they got their PNG or some important certification that's uh, going to help them in advancement in their career. Would it be justifiable that they post, you know, I just passed my, I don't know if there's an no. exam, but I'll give you the equivalent in, in accounting, for example. What if they pass their CPA exam? And it's like, wow, now, you know, let the network know I'm a CPA. Would that be I'll, worthy? I'll of give a- you a very specific and exact ruling on that. If the post is, I just passed my CPA and I am now looking for employment in mm-hmm. xxx field have at it that is the intent of this platform if it's oh i want to thank everybody who helped me along <laughs> the way i'm also working at this company they extended me because i'm the best and see i i could not agree more i appreciate you putting it yeah. in those terms yeah i i i appreciate this very much because this is an opinion that uh i've held and there's there's some specific people in our friend group that have very opposing opinions, oh yes so it's nice to see someone i would about. also just because I, I don't know if I've ever had a chance to speak on this publicly, but the other thing that, that I sort of have a bone to pick as far as LinkedIn goes is the comments. 
the just the comments that are so fake where it's like you know somebody posted their capstone and then you have like your buddies being like great work you know it's like sort of phrases that you would never see like great work you worked so hard so proud of you something like that where it's like you would never i mean you know some people might speak to their to their close friends in that way but i think it's just so corporate and so sanitized, it, it <laughs> makes me cringe almost more than the posts themselves sometimes. It's all part uh, of the charade. The only time that's acceptable, and I think I've sniffed it out a few times, is when it's two boys who are in on the joke. Yeah. And they're both just like, oh, oh great work. Like, keep this yeah. up, Adam. Like, I'm so proud of you. I've had <laughs> the urge on a few uh, when I see like people I know posting, oh, I got accepted at this company. And especially for people who I only kind of know. I've had the urge to go in there and comment, like, everyone said you could never do this, but, like, I knew you could. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious to just go, like, hilarious. so hard on congratulatory messages. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I wanted to uh, kind of ask Owen a question about that because, you know, a quick click on his profile and he's made some comments where I know both people are not in on the joke. Well, For at least example, one of them is. For example, great work blank. It's awesome to see what the next generation of sharp young minds is capable of. I'm excited to see what you innovate next. I don't and the other person anybody... is not in on that joke. Well, the other person isn't on it. And even if they're not, I don't think anybody who knows me could read that comment and say, wow, Owen is genuinely curious to know what this you know random person is going to innovate next. Well, as your best friend, I Jeff know Bezos. that, but I think the average person thinks you're being serious oh the average person i mean yeah that's why you cloak it in the corporate speak is so the average person just sort of goes right <laughs> cool. over their head but i think most people would recognize that that's but you're doing exactly what you just advocated against no disagree, no, no, no disagree i just pulled it up this is a clear meme and i endorse yeah. it <laughs> i want to say sorry one more po one more comment on this just because again this is the first time i'm sort of letting it all out here but the worst to me is the uh, congrats, thank you for hiring me posts. That is the bottom of the barrel where it's, yeah. you've already got the job. Uh, you've already thanked them, or at least you had some sort of like, these people, these are people you know. Why are you congratulating them on a public forum? Or why are you thanking them on a public forum? Why not just thank them privately? They're giving you a job. I mean, they're, they're, it's like, it's not as if they're doing some charity work for you, right? They're, you're performed labor for them and they're not to get political here or like communist or anything here, but it's, it seems like a sort of fair exchange of goods. It doesn't require this, this grand sort of display of, of, of thanks. So I, I'm totally out on that. What I will say, Owen, is in my, some of my lines of work, I, these are people I've connected with that I do not have any way to contact them otherwise so yesterday i'll give you an example somebody i know she's from poland got a job and she said in her post usually i wouldn't post anything on linkedin but i am uh very excited to share that i've been hired here like for me that's like oh i actually like this person like they're very nice i have no way to contact them otherwise i considered leaving a comment i didn't i just gave it like the the like but in the defense of the people some of the people that do that that would be the reason why. I mean, the comments are one thing. I would say it's more the posts, those type of posts that I have a beef with specifically. I see. Because just, I mean, these, these it's like they're tagging these people that they're already connected with. Just shoot them a message, right? That seems a lot more uh, heartfelt and, and sincere than a group LinkedIn post that sort of just tags them. But, you know, I, it's different across fields. I will grant that. Yes. And I want to yeah, get this sorry, in quickly. No, no problem. 
I want to get this in quick. I have a drop I want to make. Um, Jake from State Farm. I don't know who this guy is. He, he came from literally nowhere. He's a clown. And yet I see him in every commercial with every famous person ever. I don't know if you've seen this guy there. He was with Donna Kelsey the other day. And they're like, Donna Kelsey's with Jake from State Farm. Like Jake from State Farm isn't some like bum. Like what did this guy ever do? He's not famous in any way. They've just manufactured a plant celebrity and put him in their outfit. And we're supposed to pretend this guy's famous and like a big deal. And then the other day, I he pops up my Instagram interviewing Caitlin Clark. It's like, why am I supposed to act like, and she's like, oh, I'm with Jake from State Farm. And he's in 2K. Not that I, you know, not that I play that game. I just saw his screenshots. But they think they can just plant a guy in there that they're going to make famous. I think it's just very scandalous. I really do not support him in any way. Uh, Phil, a great take. And you've, again, added another one uh, to my list of big grievances, which are the one tick, one trick TikTok ponies. And that's a mouthful. But think about these guys like, I don't know how you say his name, but Kababy or whatever. The guy who points at something and he does like this. This guy, it's all he does. And then the other fucking guy who really grinds my gears is green screen guy, where he has the green screen like backpack on. And he's always like, he's at an NBA game. That's just so And it's like, oh, he's in a Zoom meeting. He's in a Zoom meeting while he's surfing. Like he, he, they one goes viral and then that's all they do and they just churn them out and then the worst part is that these like out of touch corporations be it the nfl the nhl is like a big uh a big proprietor of this they grab a hold and then they squeeze out more of the same shit uh, and it then goes to up to the old people so those those tiktok guys who do one thing and just hammer it and hammer it and hammer it they suck i hate them do you think the zoom meeting can tell he's bmxing right now and he just jumped off a cliff Huh? Horrible. So funny. Horrible. Like, or or the other guy that would um fill up you the guy that would like pour shit on on his kitchen counter, get him out, and he'd just like pour the whole thing on like a bowl, and it was like supposed to be funny or like, and then and then he got in shit because people were like, well you you're an idiot, like you're wasting all this food and you're just throwing it on the ground. Raw canceled. Raw. And then I think yeah he actually got canceled. But yeah, Kababy has like. I think he has like uh he like models for like Hugo Boss now or something. It's like whoa. Oh, well, like, there's a, at least a, another line of work for him apart from the same TikTok. So I'm glad to see he's expanding. Wow, but those guys suck, man. I mean, get your money, like whatever. But uh, I, I guess who I hate more is people who like them. They're doing, you know, they're they're meeting uh, meeting the demand. But people yeah. who are like, oh, this is good. I wonder where he'll take it. <laughs> His green screen next. Uh, I have a question for Caleb. If you're done your list of grievances, that's all I had. Yeah. Um. So I just kind of want to circle back to maybe your first one because I this is kind of a, a topic I've discussed a few times, and I think it might be something worth asking you. So I mean, in the future, if you like have a significant other, otherwise, like you know, you kind of have to go to superstore with them. Uh, is that kind of something you factor into your? Like dating considerations, do you want someone who, you know, will go to Superstore without you? And kind of how's that? How do you find that type of person? Is this like a an inside joke that I'm not in on? Is that no, just I'm just the worst qu- I don't understand the question. <laughs> well, like, you know, when, you, when you're with your wife he, and I didn't she wants to go to Superstore, you're not going to make her go by herself, are you? No, I'll, I'll but go But you to hate Superstore. going there. Yeah, Why, like, like love is love. Partners to go to Superstore. 
Yeah, I don't you don't. Like one person job. Adam's you like, don't. Can't. You can find people who will go alone. I'm saying like, you can't find a partner if you don't go to superstore. Like you just can't. <laughs> Wait, what do you one. mean? Do you not ever go grocery shopping on your own? Oh, I just wanted to know, you know, how if it's something he factors in when he's going on dates and maybe be that turned some people away and i just kind of wanted to hear that i don't think the super source thing is gonna come up on a date <laughs> yeah, yeah if i'm being honest well then if it's not then i'm curious what does come up on a date for Caleb. raw so that's where I, you're actually like uh, wrong. <laughs> no, i can't call it a swish i can't even call it a bank i guess you got to the line and you went one for two uh, <laughs> i don't know there's not much to talk about in that regard I mean, really, because you were you were trying to get a whole special on it. So, I mean, yeah, there's got to be something. Yeah, but it's tough because I don't want to. I don't want to use names. I don't want to. Uh, we we got to protect the innocent. But I don't know. Things have been. Uh, uh, it's been a, a big year for dating. Like uh, <laughs> I used to have a crippling fear of like going on dates. I, I had like one date under my belt, and it was just such a traumatic, anxiety-inducing experience. But then, actually, <laughs> my good friend Bryce, my uh, gambling associate. He was just like, oh, just keep going. It gets easier. Uh, and credit to Bryce. He was right. So and I, if any of the listeners are. Yeah, uh, I remember you used to like have to take like a certain amount of drinks before you went on your dates. Is that something you kind of still do or? That's definitely. This, this sounds like sure. a Dr. <laughs> Phil episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, you, you ask me about my dating life. You call me an alcoholic. Oh, bank account information. What's going on? I just remember you, you telling me that you like couldn't go on a date unless you had like two drinks. This gotcha wow. journalism. I'm not addressing that. I comment. love <laughs> psychologist Adam. Caleb, can you can you let us know what your type is? Let's go. <laughs> See, that's at least a better question than that weird superstore riddle that Adam <laughs> laid out there. Uh, I don't know that I have a type. You know, for me, I'll tell you, the biggest quality in a woman is funny. Like, I need uh, to find like the yeah. women that I ended up being like most just like uh, into, where are just funny, like legitimately like funny women. Have oh, you yeah. had a hard time finding that? Loaded. It's no, an unloaded question. Loaded. No, that was they're loaded. everywhere. <laughs> they're... <laughs> no, Good in general. Yeah. And okay. political, you care about political a little bit. No, I care about well wow. yeah, I care Adam about Adam is running a Tucker Carlson I... interview right now. That is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Well, I'll I I'm happy to address that one and just say I don't like people who are political one way or the other. Are you on all the apps? No, I'm down to See, I've tried to leave my, I'm trying to be a better man and I've left uh -huh. my Tinder days behind me. I think that's a negative influence on me. Whereas <laughs> Tinder seems like the direction that I want to go. Are you, so okay. are you a right. voice message guy? No, no, oh. I, I don't have voice messages. I do have some good prompts though. Would you, would you care to share? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pulling them up. Okay. Okay. Great. Good, good. Let's see. So oh, we good, have, good. let's I, edit them. I think I can. do. Did you show the camera just for the, our sake? Well, I can read them. So okay. two truths and a lie. I am a good guy. I am reasonably good looking. I am 100% Korean. <laughs> That's two truths and a lie. And then we have, I want someone who, and I have funny and also really, really hot, like crazy hot. <laughs> I'll say is funny and also really, really hot, like crazy hot gets the most responses because mm -hmm. girls will like say like, oh, like me. Or 
Like one, yeah, but that one doesn't girl get had the craziest. One girl had the craziest response that she gave me like a paragraph, and she's like, "Yeah, like I think I am really funny. I don't know if I'm super hot. I think I'm more so like cute. Like that's just like the longest opening." That's, message that's what I was gonna say. I feel like that prompt gets you responses from the crowd you're not looking for. Like I feel like if someone is just answering me. Like you're just, you know, you kind of miss the whole joke. Yeah. Okay, so I'll put one up about how I don't like Superstore, and then I'll find a girl who yeah. likes Superstore. Yeah, exactly. well, it's all my question. I wanted to get back to the grocery store stuff because <laughs> why do you why do you go to a Superstore? Why can't you just boycott Superstore? Because for people that don't live in Canada, they think like Superstore has like a monopoly, and then we all have to shop at Superstore. You've put me in a tough place because earlier I said that my bank account was in a really good spot, but if if I have to tell the truth. Superstore is the cheapest option. I don't have Safeway money. I'm on a Safeway trajectory. I hope <laughs> with some good career moves to one day end up at Safeway. That's pretty yeah. much my ultimate goal. Uh, but right now, Superstore is maybe some Sobeys later. Responsible uh, Sobeys that could be a good like medium step. Yeah, I think you got to think of it like footballing terms, like you know, Safeways like Real Madrid. Like that's like, <laughs> that's like where you want to be in your prime but right now you're kind of working your way up through like your local academy type <laughs> oh when you said football my mind was safeway is uh, superstore is chicago bears denver broncos yeah rolled Panthers. Into one. yeah safeway safeway is uh ravens and then <laughs> you want 49ers you're looking at farmers markets yeah. local yeah. kind of places yeah yeah i'm not a sports Where's car guy I don't know where's co-op. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know where's co-op's like the bug. Like, I literally don't. Yeah, I actually wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah co-op people can, are super you guys freaking loyal. <laughs> like if you've ever met a co-op person. It's because like, they own it, dude. Yeah, yeah. So it's the Packers. It's the Packers, yeah. <laughs> Community ownership, yeah. Yeah. I remember one of my uh, social studies teachers like giving us like the whole class a lecture on why we should shop at co-op is because you get like a hundred dollars back at the end of the year or whatever because you're an owner of the of the company. I'm like, okay. That is. I think you you shortchange superstore by putting it in the poverty tier. I think poverty tier probably like a dollar store if you're if that's where you're doing your grocery shopping. I would give superstore a bit more credit than yeah. that. I haven't seen any produce at Buck or two. I don't know what kind of dollar stores you're going to, but I think Superstore is the bottom of the barrel. How do we feel about Walmart? That's pretty like... Yeah, Walmart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Walmart's oh, the Broncos. Yeah. Walmart's the Broncos. The Broncos own... Yeah. Walmart owns the Broncos. The Broncos are Walmart. Yeah, I actually went to a Safeway today and it was unbelievable. Like 10 in the morning, like oh, there was like no one there, but it was still unreal. It's, that it just, is a pleasant experience. It's so At the Safeway good. near me, which I've gone to a couple times if I need a few items and it's like a Sunday... I do have the money for that. Um, and Safeway, I seen a poster they had. They have like uh, low, what do they call that? Low stimulus hours where they go low lights, low music for people wow. with like sensory issues. Oh, like wow. this is a, a truly caring. This is like a private hospital. Superstore is the Sheldon Schumer. Drug addicts. <laughs> there's like weapons lying around. Superstore sucks, man. You don't want to go there. How are we feeling about Costco? Because Costco is a gauntlet. I was going to say. say, but it's got good stuff. Like it's got really good like products. I'd say, and and you know they got things. a little bit of uh, like chargers in them. You know what I'm saying? Like it when is. it's good, 
really good. When it's bad, say, oh they're almost the Cowboys. Yeah, that's a good one too. Like the most hyped. Yeah, because sometimes yeah, well, you they're, walk they're also in expecting not, one thing, yeah, and true. then you come out and you totally didn't. You know, you came out and yeah, didn't God. get whatever you wanted. Costco typically will have like the rawest thing for like three months, and then and then gone. never have it again ever. And you're like, well. Why did you do that? Yeah, but it yeah. is a horrible experience, though. Like it generally. is, it's like it's a, I, I don't mind. running back, like trying to get through shit. Like it's just, it's it's pretty tough. It, to me, it's like a short yardage back. Like it certainly doesn't do everything for you. If you had to pick, if you had to pick a gross, if you had to pick a grocery store for the rest of your life, you're probably doing the convenience, the ease of like a you know a superstore, Safeway type store. Whereas Costco is like, okay, I got to go load up. And, and fill up the bomb shelter. It's like a big deal to go to Costco. Yeah. But I like Costco. I get my nicotine gum there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it is, you know, that, that's not nothing. That's true. Costco is Co- kind of like effects. an event. Yeah, You don't is. just like yeah. go to Costco to get like two things. Like you, you plan this in. like two weeks in advance. Yeah. Like we're going to Costco. Well, like have, is everybody ready? Yeah. Like clear the schedules. We're going to Costco. It's usually yeah. a separate grocery And list. then it's like, <laughs> last question Owen let's go I gotta go to last the question okay well yeah, yeah. I was gonna bring it wind, uh, it, wind back it down to dating <laughs> I was gonna bring it back to the dating uh no way. so I was just genuine generally curious how have your most recent romantic endeavors gone like like who has ended the relationship or, or whatever you want to call it the sort of whatever yeah relationship I suppose would be the best term who has ended it and why have they ended and yeah, that could be so, well by relationship. I mean, like date. You know, you've gone on several dates with them, or uh, yeah. Last time them, we talked, you had you out. had a potential prospect. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. So, uh, in it's tough because in January, uh, I'm taking off on a, a long trip to Asia, so I, it could be anywhere from two to three months. Uh, but after that trip, football season will be done, uh, and I'm. I think let's pencil that in tentatively as my next appearance. I can give a little recap of the trip, uh, and and that'll be that. So, oh, wow. what was the answer to the question? That was a very political. <laughs> oh, we <he> just left. <laughs> wow! What oh, an that exit! Was a, yeah, what an exit! That Holy. was a mic drop. That We're gonna was... have to hound him. We are. We gotta open next wow. episode. We do. That. I mean, like a sixty minutes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really try to pin him down. Wow, what an exit. That was shocking. Holy, that was like us. a Chamber of Commons Mr. Speaker answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. It was. And then he just vanished into the night, into the black squares. Um, a pretty fascinating stuff, like a J.K. Rowling type cliffhanger from way back in the day. Harry P. I was so confused, just like I didn't know where he was going. I was like, yeah. When are the like when's he gonna answer the question? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what does Asia have to do with this? Like, wow. And then he just cut unbelievable stuff. I mean, he did do a good job filling in, but I, you know, I don't want to, I guess if he's not here, I could pump his tires. I thought he was good. I give him a 10 overall. 10. Yeah. 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 He was, yeah, he was I mean, phenomenal. He, he lived up to the hype. I mean, he'll be back before then. He can say what he wants. He, he says he's a mild mannered guy. I know now that he's gotten a taste for the microphone. He's not going oh, far. Yeah. He's not going far. Anytime there's a sub, he will be there. Um, so, yeah. But good stuff overall today. Looking forward to the picks. And, yeah, 10 for the show. 10. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's one of the best shows in a while. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, and, uh, we should just bring ad dropped every week, to be honest with you. And I'll, I'll definitely have something cooked up for next week. Let's or next go. next episode. I'm ro- I'm ready we'll for that. Definitely have, and I'll you know I'll maybe do like a point system. I kind of like his point system, how he just went through some points, yeah, with his grievances. So, um, we'll, we'll I'll cook something up for sure. Good, good. I like that. I'm looking forward to getting in the lab next next show then, and we'll have the picks and everything, and we'll go before the Giants Bills game. I mean that's a no brainer. Let's not even. Yeah. Let's go before. Well, we have the Giants. Do you care enough to <laughs> stay up till 11 p.m.? <laughs> I remember in the no. early days of the pod, we'd uh, like it doesn't matter how ass the game would be. Yeah, we, we would wait until the fourth quarter was done, and then we'd fire it up. Oh, I'm I'm getting close to one to record on Saturdays, dude. Like I don't even <laughs> care about the like I can just guess about the game. Let's go, <laughs> let's go. Oh my god. Uh, well, we'll be back Sunday night slash Monday morning. Talk to you guys then.